now know about the dangers of vaping, but what about hookah smoking? Welcome to SBH Bronx Health Talk, produced by SBH Health System and broadcast from the beautiful studios at St. Barnabas Hospital in the Bronx. I'm Stephen Clark. For the uninitiated, hookers are water pipes used to smoke specially made tobacco mixtures that come in a wide variety of flavors. Historically, hookah is deeply rooted in a cultural tradition that has been present among Indian, Persian, Turkish, Egyptian, and other Middle Eastern families for centuries. From a practical perspective, the hookah works by passing charcoal-heated air through the tobacco mixture and ultimately through a water-filled chamber. The user then inhales the smoke through a tube and a mouthpiece. For years, high school and college students in particular have congregated at hookah bars to socialize with friends. Hookah smoking was always perceived as a safe alternative to smoking cigarettes or marijuana. But that's not the case, according to our guest, Dr. Angela Regina, an emergency medicine physician and medical toxicologist at SBH Health System. Right, Dr. Regina? Yes, thank you very much for having me. So I know, as I was mentioning to you before, when my kids were in high school 10 and 15 years ago, we always thought, hey, they're going to a hookah bar or they're gonna smoke hookah, that's pretty tame, that's safe. But that's not the case, right? Absolutely. There was at one point, because the tobacco smoke is filtered, quote unquote, through this water-filled chamber, there was a belief that the impurities, the tar of nicotine, everything like that would actually be filtered and it is safer. And that's definitely not what we're finding. We're getting more data that smoking hookah not only leads to the same manifestations as tobacco and other pipe smoking, et cetera, cancer being the large one, but the bigger concern that we're seeing now is carbon monoxide toxicity from smoking hookah. Clinically, are you seeing the after effects of this in the emergency room? Absolutely. We've actually had quite a bit of young people, 20s, 30s, even teenagers, presenting what we call the neurotoxic effects of carbon monoxide smoking, directly related to their hookah smoking. Well, what does that look like in layman's terms? Absolutely. It can range. Um, carbon monoxide in of itself, we associate with the winter with faulty heaters because carbon monoxide is generated with the incomplete burning of a coal product or carbon product. So what we're seeing with the hookah smoking is the incomplete combustion, the incomplete burning of that coal and of that uh, nicotine product, that tobacco product, and generating carbon monoxide. So at low levels, carbon monoxide poisoning will look like the flu. You may feel unwell, you may have a bit of a headache, some nausea. As the concentration increases, you can see neuro, which is the brain, and cardiac, which is the heart manifestations. So at significantly higher levels, you can have seizures, you can have syncope, which is passing out, you can have strokes and heart attacks. And we've seen a fair amount of patients coming in, again, young people without any past medical history, with seizures after mm -hmm. being at the hookah bar. Wow. Is, is this a uh, an effect that takes a while to build, or can it happen after one night at a hookah bar? Absolutely. It can happen at one night. could have no past medical history. could be at a hookah bar and experience a seizure or a syncopal episode, which is passing out. And we have some data showing that it is from the carbon monoxide. We have levels of the carbon monoxide in their blood that's elevated two, three times as, as from normal. And I guess as a toxicologist, this is something uh, that you look for now, Absolutely. Right? Being an attending here and having my residents that I teach, 
every single patient now, we should always do a proper uh, social history. We should be asking about tobacco, alcohol, etc. Sometimes we forget about the vaping, about the hookah, but with certain clinical manifestations, we should be specifically asking if their event, if their chief complaint was any way associated with the hookah use in the last 24, 48 hours. Do you find that hookah smoking is as uh, deleterious as vaping? It's difficult to say because I don't think they have any comparison data outright at this point. We're definitely not seeing the pulmonary effects that we are with vaping. The pulmonary issues are much more severe in one way than the carbon monoxide toxicity is that we're seeing with hookah. So they're kind of different clinical manifestations, they're different end organ damage, and right now there's no no link between the two and there's no comparison between the two. I read somewhere that there were four times as many hookah bars in New York City in 2017 than there were five years before. And at that point, the city sort of cracked down on them in terms of regulating the age of their patrons to 21 or selling hookah products to people under that age. Has that made a difference? I I don't think so at this point. It's absolutely popular. You can walk down the block right here on Arthur Avenue and I can probably either buy a water pipe or go to a hookah bar, at least five different establishments. Raising the age of consent is a start, but there will always be those that are able to get into the bars versus just purchasing a water pipe and smoking in the, the, the privacy of their own home. So it is absolutely a start. I don't see a major difference yet. I understand that the FDA delayed its oversight of the labeling, advertising, promotion, and distribution of hookah tobacco until 2021. So there's no federal oversight of these products as we speak. It doesn't surprise me. I would have to look into more of the data and all of that to be more specific on that. But it doesn't surprise me. And and the percentage of young kids who smoked hookahs was extremely high. According to these numbers, from 2008 to 2016, the number of middle school kids, these are kids, I guess, 12, 13, 14 years old, doubled to 5.6% and high school students to 16.4%. Absolutely. I actually have data. The CDC does monitoring the future survey. And in 2010, it was estimated that 17% of high school boys and 15% of high school girls admit to a smoking hookah in the past year, with that prevalence rising once they reach college age to 22 and 40% respectively. And the American Lung Association in 2017 estimated that 2.6 million adults were using hookah with a rate higher among men than women. So it's absolutely a popular pastime. And I wonder with the... um awareness people have of vaping, that hookah has suddenly sort of been overpassed and forgotten as being uh, potentially dangerous, right? Absolutely. You'll hear in the lay media at least once a night about Evali, the electronic cigarette and vaping associated lung injury that's come into the popular vernacular. But the risk of carbon monoxide toxicity from hookah, I have not seen the same lay media presence. So what I don't believe a lot of teens and young adults know the risk that they're they're coming into contact with. And I guess like vaping, they come in kid-friendly flavors like strawberry and vanilla and tropical fruit and tutti frutti. Absolutely. That's one of the big draws. There are statistics of why people use hookah. And one of the largest reasons, other than being a social pastime in a bar, in a lounge, hanging out with friends, is they come in flavors that mm-hmm. they like. Watermelon, apple cinnamon, etc. 
I, I know it's called shisha, right? The tobacco or the or or the I guess it's, it's the one blend of, the of herbal substances. If it doesn't include tobacco-free, it's still not a good idea to smoke. Absolutely, because you're still burning a carbon material through this pipe, and you're still able to generate carbon monoxide. It's not necessarily a byproduct of just tobacco. Are there certain people who hookah smoking is particularly dangerous for? In the realm of carbon monoxide toxicity, if we're discussing a, a house fire or if we're discussing a faulty generator, it's usually children because they have a high breathing rate, but we're not expecting a child to be using hookah. So men, female variation, to my knowledge, hasn't been a big difference. What if you have like asthma or something like that? Oh yes, the asthma, any pulmonary uh, past medical history, you absolutely can get any clinical manifestation just like you're smoking tobacco. So you may have an asthma exacerbation, you may have other breathing problems, but as far as carbon monoxide toxicity is concerned, I don't believe there's any difference between male and female. If you overdo, I mean, if you really, uh, I don't know, spend hours in a hookah bar at one time and you're really breathing in this carbon monoxide, could it be lethal? Absolutely. Uh, to my knowledge, there hasn't been any documented cases of deaths primarily uh, attributed to hookah. But absolutely, if you're in an enclosed space like a bar, smoking the hookah for hours on end, you can reach a lethal point of carbon monoxide toxicity. Although I would believe you would either experience a seizure or pass out first, and then EMS would be contacted and brought to the, our healthcare professional. So you may be able to prevent the lethality by having a, a toxic syndrome to begin with. When you tell people in the emergency room patients, well, the reason you're here is because of the hookah smoking, are they in disbelief? Are they surprised? They had no idea. The, the ones I've seen personally have no idea. They thought it was a safe alternative. Some have even told me, no, the water in the water pipe filters everything out. So it's still not a common knowledge that this is occurring. And even some medical professionals are not aware of the association. We've had young, healthy patient syncopizer pass out, and that that question of, did you smoke hookah, wasn't addressed. So after being consulted myself, or just seeing them in the emergency department, that question was asked and answered. And even the medical professionals weren't as well-versed as some of the toxicologists. So that's really a box that you check off when you find that somebody has carbon monoxide the hook of smoking is up high on that list, right? Yeah, especially among the young people. And if they haven't come from a fire, or especially if it's in the summertime, because classic carbon monoxide toxicity is often associated with the winter, indoor heating appliances or faulty generators. Do, do you think parents are aware if, they're, if they give their kids sort of the opportunity or they encourage them to smoke hookah considering what else they could be smoking? I don't think parents have any idea. If the 20-something-year-old using doesn't know, I don't think their parents will know either. And I think that's a large portion due to the, the lack of lay media presence uh, on this topic. Well, hopefully we can change that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, to wrap things up, I want to discuss certain things with you. And, and just tell me, fact or fiction? Let's okay? go. Hookah smoking is not addictive. Fiction? If tobacco is involved in nicotine, because nicotine, as we know, is very addictive. Okay, the water in hookah smoke filters out harmful ingredients. Fiction, 100%. Okay, so good luck if you think that's going to make a difference. Exactly. That's been shown definitely to be fiction and to be false. Tobacco-free hookah is safe. No, 
fiction for sure. You can still generate the carbon monoxide. It's still a pulmonary or a lung irritant. So if you have asthma or any other lung problems, you can still be irritating yourself and leading to illness. Cigarettes burn the lungs because they use heat and hookah smoke is cooler so it does not burn. Interesting. I haven't heard that one, but I'm going to say it's fiction. Last one. Hookah is only bad for children and teens. No, you can have at any age. Carbon monoxide toxicity doesn't preferentiate your age. So you can become ill, whether it's from carbon monoxide toxicity or the other deleterious effects, such as potential for cancer and other pulmonary um, issues. It doesn't matter your age. Of course, it's worse in in younger because they're still developing. But I would say age is just a number. But but older people who may have more compromised health, it would also affect them, Absolutely. Uh, Could you see more, obviously, COPD and emphysema in the older population? So absolutely worrisome for that population as well. Okay, well, Dr. Regina, thank you very much for joining us on SBH Bronx Health Talk. I think this is an important subject. Absolutely, and thank you very much for having me and getting this information out there, which it should be. Great. For more information on services available at SBH Health System, visit www.sbhny.org. And thank you for all joining us today.